And it's Dan and James talking about the the Villa games. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the AVFC Faithful Podcast. You are joined today by only me, unfortunately. Uh, James is otherwise preoccupied with a house move and a lack of internet. So it's just me going to chat through the, thankfully, 2-1 win away at Brentford at the uh, GTEC Stadium. Um, Wow. (laughs) Uh, Try and... I'm not going to try, but if there's a way that you could just describe those last 15 minutes, it was just chaos, really, wasn't it? Um, chatting to the guys we were watching it with, and we were just amazed at sort of how that unfolded. The fixture itself is one that I don't think many of us were looking forward to. I really don't like playing Brentford. Obviously, this was a chance for us to go, well, for, for a possibly short time top, and if not, definitely finish the the afternoon second until Liverpool kicked off later on in the day. And, well, it looked like for the first 10 minutes that, that Villa were up for that. We were all over Brentford. We made several chances. Moreno probably should have scored his first one. Then we have another one which he blazes over the bar. A lot of pressure, a couple of corners. But as soon as we stopped doing that, 10, 15 minutes later, we just opened ourselves up to to a barrage of, of, of Brentford pressure, really. They were able to, to sort of settle the ball against us playing behind our back line. They got a lot of chances, a lot of open space. And it was, sort of, it was so reminiscent of just a way villa that we're used to. And it got really uncomfortable for various periods. And obviously, their goal is such a stupid one to give away. It's it's hard to, you know, you sort of looking back now, I'm looking at this as the view as someone that's watching us go one nil down again. It's hard to be angry after you win and you don't really care. But it is a really terrible goal to give away. Alex Moreno just doesn't play himself towards that ball it bounces in the box it allows him to get taken past has a touch finishes it bottom corner classic villa just not clearing our lines from a corner and allowing ourselves to sleep in at times so that was frustrating and again we come out the second half we had 10 minutes of, of pressure but we didn't have a shot it was all a bit empty all a bit passive i think we were really lacking some some opportunity down the right hand side which is obviously going to be a killer because you can't just funnel it down the left we were heavily reliant upon good performance on the wings. And when that wasn't happening, all it was 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 eight Brentford bodies in the box and a lot of movement around the outside, but not much happening. Then, of course, we were ever thankful for Ben Mee being the football terrorist he is and trying to decimate Leon Bailey's ankles with a horrendous tackle. I don't know how David Koo hasn't seen that from five yards away where he stood and doesn't give a straight red. Thankfully, it's given by VAR and Ben Mee gets sent off for... What feels like it should be like the 10th time in his career, yet it's the first time in 10 years. And as soon as that happens, you sort of, you know, you know Villa have definitely got a chance of at least getting a point out of this game. That extra body, you're going to have an extra man over. And only six minutes later, Leon Bailey puts a brilliant ball in the box and and Alex Moreno headers home. A really good header, I thought. Even better ball, though. It finds him perfectly. It's exactly where you want to put it against the amount of players they had in the box. You want to pull it into the open spaces at the back. Sometimes get that put back across, but Luckily, Alex Moreno just heads that straight in for a, for one all. And as soon as that happens, you're like, well, 15 minutes to go, probably 20. Villa have got a chance of, of winning this here. And I mean, it only takes, what was it, about five, six, seven, eight minutes for us to go and, and score the winner. Ollie Watkins with a brilliant move through the corner, flick on by Kamara and, sorry, Kamara. See, that that's listening to commentators on my own, you see, because... Uh, that's not how you say his name, but according to, to most of the ones that go over our games, apparently it is. So uh, a brilliant flick on Thom him through the corner and, and Ollie heads home. 
And then it, it begins, doesn't it? The madness begins. Someone in the crowd, it's been reported uh, by Ollie Watkins that, you know, they were giving him a lot of, of, of personalised abuse, which obviously is, is just it's not really what you're, you're watching football for, is it? As much as you you dislike players and, and you dislike them, and, you know, uh, you hate them playing against you and you want them to do poorly and you want to have a bit of banter with them, that's all right. But, I mean, as soon as you're bringing people's families into it and, and you know, he's got every right to then dig you out and, and do a little celebration to you. And, I mean, Brentford took offence to that. There was a little melee after that. Realistically, probably a Brentford player, a couple more Brentfords could have been booked. Looking back on it, there's a couple instances where, for, for which we're getting to it, obviously, Kamara gets sent off for a couple of Brentford players do the same thing, but they're smart. They don't do it in front of the referee. And then from there, it's just it's just silliness, isn't it? Leon Bailey nearly scores the best own goal the Premier League's ever seen by hammering it from the halfway line back to Martinez. Martinez does a bit of play acting for, for Mope. It's just silly. And then, I mean, I... I I'm really happy we've got a squad that's that's a bit arsy, you know, you know, has a bit of fight in them and, and wants to get on the on people's nerves and get the crowd against them away from home. But it was silly from Emmy Martinez to to you know just try and pick Mope up and allow ourselves into another situation where you know, another melee happens and and you've got all these players coming over and and Kamara just makes one of the worst mistakes you can make, which is putting your head and putting your hands towards another player in front of a referee, giving them the opportunity of sending you straight off for that. A lot of the times these things go missed, but it didn't. So uh, it, it's, it's a deserving red card. It's a real shame. It puts a bit of a dampener on it because that's three games without Kamara, someone who we don't have a real like-for-like -like replacement for. Today we really miss Louise and I think we will miss Kamara these next three games. Hopefully Tielemans is fit for Friday. But we saw it out, a 2-1 victory. Puts us well, it did put a second. Obviously, now recording this at 20 to 7. It's it's we're back down in third level on points with Liverpool point behind Arsenal. It's a a really it's it's a pinch yourself moment, isn't it, for all Villa fans? This is this is not where we expected to be, but it's where we deserve to be from how we performed, and it's so vital to be to, to challenge in the Premier League as high up as possible. You have to win when you're playing poorly. You have to win away and you have to win from behind. And, and we did all three today. Can't help but be happy with that. Of course, there's bits that we can look back on and pick on and say, we wish we did this. We wish we, you know, performed this way. This player didn't do this. I, it's hard to care when you're third place in the Premier League, deservedly. Four points ahead, no matter what, for Christmas Day, we will be in the top three of the Premier League. Sat, uh, on Friday night, obviously, and Saturday, we could end up top of the Premier League if we do go and beat Sheffield United. We've got a very good chance. Hopefully, you know... Obviously, Doug Sluice will be back. Hopefully, Tielemans is fit. Hopefully, Pau Torres doesn't have an injury. Hopefully, that, that sort of wanes off over the next couple of days and and we can go into Christmas with something very special and just a great time to be a Villa fan, really, isn't it? It's, it's, a, it's a ridiculous situation. I don't think any of us expected this. Obviously, not to this extent, but it just feels up and up, doesn't it? And it feels like we've got a couple of really solid performances coming our way dominating performances obviously we did against Man City past two Premier League wins have been tough and a bit more hard fought I think we are we are deserving hopefully Friday and hopefully against United on Boxing Day a couple of games where we just take control a bit more and, and dominate and it's a little bit less tasty and a little bit less nervy but it, great time to be a Villa fan it's hard not to smile it's hard not to enjoy it I think if I had to pick any Leon Bailey's such a difference coming off of the bench isn't he but I think for me, the standout was probably John McGinn for that game. Just all over the shop again. 
right in people's faces. Ass was out all over the shop. And especially playing out of position now, it, it was a solid performance from him. I am glad for him particularly. So on to Friday. Uh, hopefully me and James will be on the mics this week uh, preparing for that game and the fixture against Man United on Boxing Day. It's a festive period, isn't it? So everyone's a bit busy. We will keep you updated if there's any changes to our upload schedule. But until next time, up the villa.